0: And now, from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for The Real Hooligans.
1: All right, hooligans, welcome back. It's a very special Valentine's Day episode. Oh, feeling the love, Tim. Feeling the love, David. We're going to talk about Judas and the Black Messiah today. Yeah. All right. That's how I feel about Valentine's Day. We're just going to shrug it off. Although, just move right past it. Yeah, we're going to move right past although I will say... My wife went and braved some severe fucking Kansas City snow weather and got me a sweatshirt today. It looks nice. More than anything, she had to take my son to work. Yes. Which actually we'll re- we'll visit next week in next week's episode because you'll, that's when you'll that happens stuff. Which will fit in because in that episode, it's backwards narrative storytelling. So it's like you kind of get the end before the beginning, the beginning before the end, something like that. It's so so now you're getting thing. the story, and next week you'll get the the origin. Anyways. This is the kind of behind Valen- the scenes <laughs> yes.
0: uh, uh, insight that you just don't get other places. Yeah.
1: I mean, where else? Okay. So it's <laughs> Valentine's Day. I got this weird sweatshirt that's kind of a tie dye thing. It's comfortable. Yeah. So. I like it. It's got um, like a spider webby look to it. Um, yeah. My wife's idea of getting me a Valentine's Day gift was waking up, seeing the Old Navy had sweatshirts on sale, deciding to get herself one and being like, hey, do you like this one? Happy Valentine's Day. Nice. She's a keeper, Tim. Also we love Jenny. But let's just point out, see these candies, these wonderful yes, little the kisses. The little heart kisses. They're called kiss, hearts, I guess, but they're like little truffles. But also I bought her some dove truffles. So oh. I got her something yesterday. She woke up nice. and just was like, I mean, whatever, old Navy's got sweaters let's say. You put in the real effort, you Tim. So, anyway, so our Valentine's Day episode actually will be here in a couple of weeks when we talk about true romance. That's what we're going to do. But because we have a new release movie this week, we're going to tackle this. Got to
0: get that new content.
1: Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, all right. Let me get my truffle here. How is it? Oh, so good. Oh, nice. I mean, help yourself. That's why they're here. All right. So, Judas and the Black Messiah. We just had our Kansas City Film Critics Circle Awards last month. So this one fell out of our our peripheral because it just was released this weekend on HBO Max. How do you like seeing these movies? New, new release on streaming like this.
0: Um, this one I I would have preferred to watch at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad I had that option.
1: Yeah, I don't need the IMAX 3D experience. No, I don't. Um, but yeah, I, anyways... Um, so but it's obviously gonna be circling the awards from here on out. Yeah, I was gonna say I hope this one doesn't get lost
0: coming out so early.
1: What what, does something big? The Golden Globes get announced? Emmys? What just got announced? I don't know. Jesus, I don't give a fuck. At all. (laughs) And I don't yeah. But I I need to. We covered that. I need to pay attention, but you know, anyways I it's been it's I don't know, not because I'm not paying attention to because I've had another week. So, Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, so we got Judas and the Black Messiah, directed by Shaka King, Um, starring Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya. as uh, Fred Hampton, the chairman of the Chicago chapter of the Black Panther Party, Um, Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, plays Bill O'Neill, a um, car thief, con man, who poses as an FBI agent. Pretty smart little gig, yeah, actually. And uh, who gets roped into um, infiltrating the Black Panthers to get close to and spy on uh, Hampton. Um, Jesse Plemons. Plays Roy Mitchell, the FBI agent who is pulling the strings on <clears throat> Bill. He is fucking phenomenal. What do you think of him? He nailed Dude, he's so this good. role. He is so good in everything he's in. Uh, have you seen Game Night? Yes. Oh my God. I mean, he was the neighbor. He's so great. Uh, Breaking Bad. I mean, I know you didn't get to his character, but he is such a fucker on Breaking Bad. Just in that dumb, naive, but totally being a manipulative, maniacal, crazy fucking prick kind of a way, but he just plays it with that same kind of, that smug little look, That you know? face. That's that, uh, you know, yeah, I'm kissing your ass right to your face, but in my mind, I'm like, fucking skull fucking you, and just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, it's just crazy. He's so fucking great. Anyways, um... Also starred Martin Sheen as J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover uh, Dominique Fishback as shit. What's his girl's name? Crap, Deborah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She's great in this. Also, um, I hope she doesn't get overlooked by anything. So, anyways, um, what year did this take place? Oh gosh, nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, nine. You, yeah, if you could find me. A date or some of, some of this happens if while we're looking here. Um, great line to open up that a badge is scarier than a gun, um, and we're not going to d- dig too deep into a lot of the the social politics of. Um, but it, it we're dumb not to compare you know things to what's going on today still. Yeah. Um, to think that you know. We're talking about something that's, you know, almost 60 years old based on a true story. Um, but it's still something very much that is... Uh, so relevant to yeah, it's, today. It's still, it's There's still, no it's, way that It's still a problem, if not worse. Yes. You know. So um, it opens up, and this dude is... He goes around, poses... Yeah. Five questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to do five questions with David. Interrupt me. Go ahead. I, 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 was, I, I didn't Be- want to before miss out. We, before time. we dig into to Bill's scheme, because Bill's got a good, good thing going. Dave's got five questions. Five questions. We don't have Christy to do it yet. God damn we it. need it. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> Does watching a historical movie
0: like this change your perspective on where you stand today?
1: Uh, well, you know, and that's the thing is it's almost like you have to, you do have to watch movies like this and, uh, you know, it, you know, and research and do research because, you know, obviously Hollywood, it's all Hollywood versions of stories, you know? So it's, um, it's, it, it's, it's good to know, I think what, what the, truth is behind some of these stories so that you know what the uh, I, you know I hate to say it, the agenda is yeah
0: absolutely um,
1: w- that leads me
0: into my second question which is how much research how much time do you spend learning about something like this uh, when you know you're going to sit down and in- sit through this movie um, with some clarity
1: uh, well, a movie like this, I have to do probably a little bit more than I'm going to do with a movie like, uh, um, Plane, trains and automobiles or, sure. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, sunset Boulevard, um, something like that. But, you know, because, you know, and a lot of it is because of what's going on, you know, today, because it's still an issue. Um, but this is also a story that, um, for lack of a better term, you know, it, it hasn't affected me as much because we're a couple of white dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is important, you know, and, uh, you know, to do that research, to find out what what the truth is, because it, I, I can't watch this story and go, oh, that, yeah, sure, that's exactly what happened. And maybe it's not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know, and from what I've been able to ascertain, a lot of it is pretty accurate, you know. Um, it's a couple of the details are, uh, you know, fudged. You know, just to make it more relevant. dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't. Uh... Anyway, we'll get into it later. But I do research. It's important, and I have to ask questions. Like you know, um, we won't get into what Lonita said, but I did talk to Lonita about some issues that are um brought up about this movie. You know, because it helps to have an outside perspective. Sure. I mean, we, we you. We as two middle class white dudes need that yeah, for dude. sure. I mean I hate I hate to be guy, but all
0: right. Um do you prefer or enjoy uh, a fictional historical telling like one night in Miami over a true life adaption based on a real
1: story? <laughs> um Man, I I don't know because I, I I feel like these are two. It's two. These are two different things. One night yes. in Miami, I think you got four great performances by actors playing high cultural impact figures in a true but very fictional. I mean, nobody knows what the hell went on. Yeah. In that room. It's a completely so it made-up story, sure. You know, so from that, you know, it's like a movie like that, I look at more of the performances. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I mean, you know, makes me want to learn more about Sam Cooke, uh, about um, Lamar that played him, you know. Um, Sam Cooke is such a great story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, a movie like this, this is telling more of a story, you know, sure. this is telling more of a story about, you know, it does make me interested, especially because we just watched Trial of the Chicago 7 which is somewhat connected yes. to this, you know, because there are, that I think was happening Same at, the, at the time as, as this, you know, and it's, I think it's referenced it, a couple times. So, um, yeah. Can you think of a historical event you'd like a
0: movie version of? Mm. Gotcha. I love it when I get that face, Tim.
1: Uh, can we go something fun and just have Absolutely. fun with the, the, How about the Roswell crash? Okay. What happened there? Do we not have? Uh, is there? I, I don't I, I, mean. I don't think so. I can't. I, can't I, I would love to see a, like a he said, she said I story don't. of the Roswell crash. From the government point of view, you know, like half the story comes from this, you know, and then half the story comes from, you know. Or like even clear, like, you know, Here's what here's what they said, here's what they said, here's what really happened, <laughs> you know. Anyways, something fun. All right, Tim, I love this last one because of where
0: this conversation has gone already. This was a listener-submitted question okay. uh, by, by Chris, Mr. Deffenball. What's up, Chris? We love you. Um, does Jesse Plemons have the most punchable face
1: <laughs> in Hollywood? Uh. I'm so glad this came up. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question because this is a discussion that we have as a family around the dinner table. <laughs> uh, right, right awesome. now, right now, I think my my family would vote for someone like Timothy Chalamet. I happen to like Jesse Plemons, but yes, but his but, face, but he is one of those. Like I said, he just kind of has that little smug, fucking shit ass looking little. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely punch him in the face.
0: When Chris sent me that question, the first thing that popped into my head was the uh, Rob Riggle in Step Brothers, where he just keeps grilling Will Ferrell about his face, and that's how I felt, When
1: now that you point it out. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Um, you're not the first person recently that's quoted Step Brothers to me, and I've seen it, but.
0: I'm. I'm just. You're getting a blank stare from me about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Are you? Are you? Are you? Is is it a Will Ferrell thing? Oh no, no. I I really don't. I just don't remember the movie like at all. Uh I know it's like beloved, and I always have people going, "Yeah, you know that part, that part." I'm just like, I sometimes I can't even like pretend. Like am I? Yeah, sure. Rob Ruggles in it. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) But it's. I love. I do. I don't love Will Ferrell, but I do generally like his stuff. John C. Riley's funny. Yeah, love him. I don't know. Sometimes the sometimes the movie comes on and I just go, Yeah, someone's not. Yeah, it's not work for me. But I maybe that's is that one you like or is that just a it's a fun one. Just a referential. One? Yeah,
0: just just for ref it's memeable. All right,
1: so cool. Yeah, that's that all five? five. All right, that's what I thought. All right, so we'll move on to the movie. It's nice to have new content. I will say that. Love it. And we're going to be getting some new stuff here coming up. Are we? Yeah, ready March for, is going to be big. Are we ready for? Uh, oh, coming to America is coming up. We got that coming up too. Yeah. Okay. It's new. Yeah, I'm not overly hyped for coming to America. Oh, I think it'll just be. I think it'll be fun. It might not be good. I think I'm hoping for something in the way that Bill and Ted. Yeah. Just kind of was like, okay, that's still funny. I mean, you <laughs> know. Right. It's been long Uh, enough, it's funny again. I I am very disappointed that Eric LaSalle's not in it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I did read, because he's directing on one of those ridiculous-ass shows where there's, like, fucking 12 of them. Chicago Fire LA Fire Texas Fire Fuck Off PD It's like it's just (laughs) 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 Fuck Off
0: PD And
1: now I want that (laughs) show Tim Give me Fuck Off PD Jesus Christ I just don't You know I don't watch a lot of Network TV But my god It's just like Everything is like There's like Chicago MD Chicago Fire And then it's like LA Fire It's like They all have like Brothers and sisters and, And it's like You get all these Somewhat big name actors To you know Like Rob Lowe's On Texas Some bullshit Fire thing And It's like, don't you guys all know that you're literally on all the same show? There's no originality going on here. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a contrived TV guy. I don't care for medical shows, shit like that. So, uh, anyways, all right. So let's get into uh, into this. Okay. So how do you approach a movie like this? You know.
0: Well, I I didn't know this story. Right. Um, I I was unaware. um, So to be completely upfront, I was oblivious to to this. I'm ignorant. Um, So I sat down and uh, I read some stuff about Fred Hampton, um, his unbelievably short life for what that guy would have accomplished uh, in his lifetime, and and, uh, that's sad. So um, after reading about it and and, um, really diving into it, it became clear this is going to be a tough one to watch this is going to be a you have to watch it it's important that you watch it um but it's probably not going to be something that you're going to walk away from feeling very good that's it's just not that kind of kind of a movie
1: yeah and like i said it's also like um <clears throat> You know, I, I think more than anything, you talked about how much research do I do. More than anything, I, I tried to look at who made the movies, you know, to see what that, who that voice is behind movies like this, you know, so that I know how to uh, approach it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, getting back to that question about what kind of research I do. Um, in this case, Shocker King. Um, and I just point it like, Green Room being a recent exploration into race by... White filmmakers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this story, it's, it's an incredible story. Um, you've got this dude, Bill O'Neill, Keith. He's fucking great, too. Such a solid he, performance. At Atlanta, he's amazing on Atlanta. Um, just because I like to name drop another dude that, that I met, David. Met him at the bar at the Critics' Choice Awards, one of my favorite places to, to have, you know... Drop the names when you can't yeah yeah you, I mean, you know that way you guys know how close we are with the hooligans yes uh but no I mean he, you know he's a great actor, and uh this is an interesting uh it's it's a good it's an interesting role for him because, a I love how it kind of starts off with like it opens with this interview that he's conducting post, so we also kind of talked about you know narratives flipping um and it kind of, every now and then, it'll kind of cut back to an older Bill talking about his imbol- involvement with the Black Panthers. And uh, and then at the end, it cuts back to the actual. The real footage. The footage. And
0: our first the thought PBS was like, special.
1: holy shit, did they nail this casting? Yeah. <laughs> it honestly is like, it really just takes like a moment where you can maybe allow yourself to be tricked that it's like Lakeith with. Some CGI work. Yeah. Or, you know, like some aging. Then some doctoring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but really, like, you know, a filter, you know, whatever. It's just like it. So it's a uh, good casting on that, on that end. Um, but, yeah, he's really good in this role. And he's this dude. He goes around and steals cars by posing as a federal officer, saying your car was reported stolen. And whatever he can do to get those keys for just long enough to drive the fuck away. And, you know, early on, you know, it go, he has a, a gig that goes bad and uh, he gets, he doesn't get shot, but he gets kind of roughed up. And, yes. He gets beat up pretty Yeah, good. he gets beat up and uh, caught by the FBI and they basically offer him a proposition where he'd have what I had, he had like a... 18 months for a stolen car, or five years for impersonating a federal officer. And this is where we meet Roy. Um, Fucking Roy. Played by Jesse Plemons, dude. And uh, so, yeah. So, and they basically, you're like, you know, get in there and see what you can find out. Okay. And this is where we meet uh, Fred Hampton, played by Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. All right. So, uh, yeah strong man um he's on the rise yeah he's through gi- the given speeches and i appreciated the way they approached his character as an, as an educator um early on in this film he's, he sits there and, and talks and he gets his people to tell him where they are with everything you know he always he was always interested at least from my understanding of this that he that how are you perceiving what's happening compared to what we're doing you know and it was always important for him to get people to think about where their place was and what their momentum was supposed to be right for their cause and
0: they They lay out Fred Hampton's motives for everything that he's doing very right. early on, right from from the get-go. We learned that you know he's trying to feed. Hungry Mouse in Chicago. Right. He's trying to educate. He wants, you mm-hmm. know, a, um, a medical practice for, for, those, for those in need. Um, so he's got all of these ideas and now we get to see him working to put all of this in place. We get to see him out there actually doing the work, right. um, the things necessary. Um, so really put him in... Um, Very easy to root from him for him to be attached to him um, as soon as you meet him um,
1: now let's not overlook uh J. Edgar Hoover, played by um, good old Martin Sheen <laughs> old as right jeez, yeah, and um and a lot we're in a lot of prosthetics, which I wasn't a big fan of sometimes it's just like play the role.
0: Yeah, just be an actor. Be an actor. Act, motherfucker.
1: And uh, so his his goal is he does not want someone to rise that's going to unite what are perceived as minority. You know I mean? He's yes. Like, he doesn't want anybody that's going to unite not just blacks, but blacks with other races. Because, you know, there's more people connecting on a united message than...
0: They lose control. Our, our way of life is diminishing right. at that point. Yeah, we, we lose control, basically. He um, wants to keep people in their place.
1: Yeah. Uh, powerful, another powerful statement I thought was, war is politics with bloodshed. Politics is war without bloodshed. Yeah. Yeah, i like but, to point out. Yeah, comments. absolutely. Um, so he meets, and what was her name, Deborah? Yes. And she is a poet who is kind of enthralled by listening to him. She's swept up in his words, right. his she's, speech. She's convincing him that he also is a poet, and that he needs to choose the words that he uses to le- You know, you know, be a little bit more careful. Words about matter. It. Yeah, how you say it, the way you say it, who you're saying it to. Um, is, it can be divisive as well as bring people together. Um, and this is about where we learn. Bill's in. You know. Having a hard time fitting in initially, kind of catching on to the, or maybe kind of playing dumb to it just to get his yeah. his attention also, um, and he gets a you know eventually he gets a car so he can drive Fred and kind of figures this is his way in. Uh, now Bill O'Neill was a, really he was the security officer, I think I was like the only security officer. captain he, yeah so like he wasn't he wasn't actually a driver. This is just another way I think for them to fit in that to be thing. close yeah, um. You ever been to Chicago?
0: I have. I love Chicago. Uh, I didn't get to see enough of Chicago to love Chicago. I I went to a Cubs-Royals game, a two-game series one weekend, and stayed close enough to the stadium. So I didn't get to see enough of Chicago.
1: I I, don't know. I I don't know. Went to a Cubs-Giants game. So I got to see a Sosa versus Bonds game. That's fun. Oh, it was like a twelve to thirteen inning, zero to zero game with a lot of walks and passed balls, <laughs> and it was like you know, so it wasn't even like a good pitching duel. <laughs> um, my sister used to live there, so we've been there. We've been there a few times. Um, went up there once for an X Files convention, you know, because me and cons that started a long time ago yeah that was like the dawn of them it's actually funny for us to think back and think about just how rudimentary it was and they gave us uh digital cameras really they are like here's this, this it was like a disposable digital camera and it was just like it was like the, it was like 898 so it was like an early and I, wow. I, the pictures just never even turned out they looked terrible um, but yeah we and I, I've seen a ton of it just I've walked all over that area. Twice. Like, walked. from the. I've walked from the aquarium, I mean, up the to, like, the tower. Sears so Tower, Pier. Yeah, I didn't do any of that wow. stuff. Uh, anyway, so I do love Chicago. Um, Alright, i have to do. Now, the FBI thinks that the Black Panthers are trying to sow hatred. And this is, man... I don't know. It's just kind of scary because it is just absolutely what we just lived through with the recent presidency. These people exist. It's It's like just fueling that ignorance and that hatred based on fear more than anything. Yeah. Just crazy. And it's the
0: same tactic that's used against everybody that doesn't look the same.
1: And he's going around. Fred himself is recruiting Puerto Ricans and rednecks.
0: Yeah, he walks right into that, that white
1: clan meeting. Amazing! Right scene. up to the front. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Aren't you? And he's like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: And a, he that owned that room.
1: Too. And yeah. it worked. Um, cre- you know, creating the Rainbow Coalition. Just trying to. Unite all colors against I mean just this is like something I don't know, you know, it's easy to talk about it this way. It's like, you know, with racism it's like we're all we all have problems. Yeah. It's just like Every I, just, one of I us. just have never just understood that blanket instinct to just oh well that person is that color or that has he talks that way. I hate them entirely and all of them basically I don't know that, I know that sounds naive to hear but it's the fact that our world is so fueled by it yes it's scary you it's, know what I mean and and it's gonna go away for a while cause it's not gonna be fueled by our dictator anymore um but you know it's it's, a, it's an issue that we can look at in me and you and we can watch this through movies and we can experience it and try to make sense of it um watching a movie like this or 12 years a slave or something like that um but it's you know 400 years i have you know 200 years that uh, you know i don't know it's just go ahead i don't have a a, a frame of reference i don't have sure, a I don't. a
0: context that i can equate this to um so it makes it very difficult at times it does. um but again
1: And it's like, you know, as a critic, sometimes I just watch a movie and I watch a movie. Um, Certainly. Like, I didn't, outside of the casting choices of Tina Fey, I didn't see anything. I just thought it was a nice movie. Soul. I've seen later, Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Soul that... Um, there's a lot of, a lot of people feel like there's a lot of racial insensitivity, ins- insensitivity to that movie. And, like you said, research. I'm like, okay, well, I can understand. And I've talked to people. So, dude, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's hard as a critic to watch a movie and create that line. Where, where do you, How much am I supposed to research into that kind of a thing. And yeah. And it's hard to it's hard for me to look at it from other eyes. You know, um, anyways. So yeah. Right, where are we? So he goes to jail. Um, oh, I was gonna yeah, I oh, was sorry, I was taking that into Daniel. We talked a little bit about this before the show, like there's like some, some backlash against him playing Fred Hampton because he's British. And I pointed this out to you the other day, which you had no clue about that he caught like the same flack when he did get out. Uh, He was called out by a lot of, you know, black actors, you know, American actors at the time were like, you know, you're great in the movie, but you don't understand the black experience. You Not know, the so, American Black experience right, for sure. There you go. The American Black experience, which is very much what get, is the root of Get Out. Yes, you know is um, any you know, and again, that's for me. It's like you know, again as as a as a white guy, it's like I watch this and it's hard to. It's sometimes it is hard to watch a movie and go, okay, I am watching this as a film and I am like, cool, this is great. But then I talk to a person of color and they're like, no nah, man, fuck that, they got it all wrong. Yeah, um, you know. So it's, sometimes it is hard to you know, be sensitive to that. Cause it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be sensitive to, you know? And yeah, that's the learning process. It is. And it's, and it's, it's like, I'm happy to, and I'm happy to learn. So it's like, there's a lot of backlash for him when he did get out. And so certainly for him to now play this leader of the black Panther party, he's catching the same thing, but I do know that he's done his research, obviously Yeah, he as, put he, as, work. He, as, as he would have with, uh, Shaka King. Um, Got the approval of the family, met with them, um, and, and learned, you know, and as far as, you know, I, I, look at it like as an actor, maybe that's his window into a world where he, you know, experience experiencing racism as a British black man, obviously is going to be different as an American black man. And it's just a window into a world. And sometimes that's all acting is. And so for me as a critic, that's sometimes what I see. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You're so Different whatever. eyes on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that, yeah, we won't get too far into that. So, all right. So then the Chicago place, man, they're a lot of fun, aren't they? Man. Jesus, these motherfuckers during that time. They do not
0: give the boys in blue a good name. No, I man. Fucking... And you're actively rooting against these law enforcement officials by the time this is all said. And done, the FBI is a bunch of assholes. The cops are dicks. It's bad all the way around for them.
1: And we've had just years and years and years of TV shows, movies, commercials telling us that they're heroes. Police are heroes. Yes. They're all heroes. No questions asked. They're heroes. They wear that badge. They go out every night. Hero. Yeah. But what if it doesn't matter? Heroes. They're heroes. Don't question it. You can't question it. Blue line. Don't cross it. You know? Um, I, there's there's a scene where
0: the officers are outside of the Black Panther headquarters. Yep. And he's on a bullhorn. And he's screaming and yelling at the people inside. He's letting the neighbors know how terrible this organization is. Right, right. Um, and... <clears throat> It's their fault we're here. Yes, um, and that scene really stuck with me because I don't, I don't experience that. I don't know what that's like. I, right. I've never been in a position where I had to uh, endure such a degrading moment in my life, um, and that
1: and feel helpless, like I can't do anything about it, or yes. else I'm going to get hurt or killed. And to see it right in front of you. You know, I
0: have this based on real life. The based on a true story movies. Right. It, it, I like to know the facts of these things. Sure. Um, this one, I don't know. Um, so I'm watching this scene, and I'm and I'm wondering to myself um, because it is so difficult to watch. Is this overblown Hollywood? Is this something they've thrown in? But having lived through the past, you know, few years with this situation going on around us in this country, it became you know what? It's not unbelievable. This no. moment that I'm seeing unfold is not an unrealistic situation to me. So for me to question is this Hollywood or is this real life, that line has become incredibly blurred for me now.
1: And they're all, they're doing this just to fuck with him while he's yeah in prison. Um... Another great line and great delivery. I thought was the uh, anywhere there's people there's power. Of course. Um, now, how old is he? And I think that he's, was that was the other it, my issue. Like watching it was like man because I knew you had said all the awards, and it's like I think he's great. I just I I think I do kind of agree with the. Wasn't there someone younger? That's my only complaint. It's like you know, but it's just like you know, so it is just like. Sometimes I feel like Hollywood does just go, "Hey, we need a black guy." Hey, what's that guy from Get Out or Black Panther? Or they just pick like a big movie and pick that guy that was there, rather than you know. And 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 that is a fair criticism. And I'm not going to fault you know. I don't know what Shaka's process was uh, going into this. You know, or if it was a studio choice. Right. I have I have zero. You know, I haven't I haven't researched that. but, But Fred Hampton was 21. Right. When he died. And he never, he, he, he never looks 21. He, no. he looks like he's been around through some shit. He looks uh, in his thirties. Late twenties. he is in his thirties. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he looks very, you know, and that was really the only, and that, you see, that's for me what I think about, you know, when I, it's like, you know, casting, I'm like, well, I can't really speak to whether or not I feel like he represents a black experience. But my problem was, I'm watching him going, man, he's great. And every time he talks, I mean, he's he's powerful. And he gets up there. And the way he, you know, even the way he comes up those stairs, I mean, that was a really terrific shot. Um, I think that's somewhat towards the end where it's like you follow him up the that stairway. And all those to people give are, his big speech. you know, chanting, Chairman Fred, Chairman Fred. And, you know, I mean, he carries it very well. I mean, he's great in the role. But it was like, that was just my one issue. And it's just like... I do wish sometimes Hollywood would get better at that, and that is to, you know, and to cast that net a little wider.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there is a 21 year old black actor in Hollywood that would have done just as good of a job.
1: And I don't know. I I, I think we're past that um, Hollywood studio star idea, idea, idealism of. Who, what has to be an actor, you know? I don't always need to have a face I know, because sometimes a face I know distracts me from what I... I've said that about Tom Hanks. Yes, absolutely. great actor. Stop making him play people that I'm supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, because he's Tom Hanks to me. You've created this, this movie star, you know, like Tom Cruise. He can't play he's just Tom Cruise. Yes. You know, okay. He's a, he's a Hollywood star.
0: Did I fall into the trap that studios set for me in the sense of, we talk about this all of the time, there are awards checklists in right. period piece, a historical figure, um, you know, um, cultural upheaval, these things typically end up in awards. You
1: even have casting controversy, so it's bringing a little extra attention to that.
0: Yes. Um, So when I watched this, and I didn't really pay attention to that, I I watched the performance, and he gave a very good performance. I factor in all of the other stuff um, later, but uh, did I succumb to their, ha, if we make this movie, we've got this script that you've put on our desk. If we get this actor we've checked all of our boxes. So we as a studio can move forward with this expectation.
1: No, I I don't think so. I mean, and like, you know, I pointed out that issue after you had even seen the movie. So, um, I I think it's, it probably has a little bit more idea of the mindset. Each one of us are going in. You're a little bit more detached from that kind of behind the scenes. you know I uh, yes, you know I'm, I'm more concerned with the film itself. I just right. want to see the the product. Right, right, right. So I wouldn't say you fell for it so much as I mean it's a, it's a great performance. Sure. I mean you know, um, but we just live in that world now where it's like we do have to kind of analyze everything and a little, take a step back, with a little magnifying glass, and I do need to look a little more under the surface. <laughs> you don't have to. I mean you know. But yeah. I'm just you know that's why, that's why I'm here, brother. That's why we're here, we're together. Me. And uh I I think we're asking relevant questions and I think if we sound stupid talking about it, um it's because we want to, we want to understand more. And it's not because we're trying to be naive about it, you know what I'm saying? It's um you know, there are like we said it's obviously a whole social issue that we have nothing to compare to. No. And so, um and that's why I thought, you know, it is Black History Month, and I thought it was important to tackle a movie like this. A, it's a new release, um, but B, because it does allow you and I to have that discussion, and sometimes even having an external discussion is different from having, you know, internal thoughts. Um, so, you know, that's how we grow as humans, man, right? Yeah, absolutely. Got to have that sounding board. Got to be able to... All right. To- yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um so Bill is, at this point, like Jimmy Palmer gets k- killed by the police. He tried to cap some motherfuckers, got shot himself, lived, Yeah, and then police take him out. Um, Fred's appeal is denied. Bill's getting a little bit too invested. FBI is starting to feel it. And I, I got the idea that the FBI tipped the other chapter off about the informant. Yes. And that was kind of a threat. Like, um, he got too involved, and we tipped them off, and look what happened to him. What do you think they're going to do to you when they find out you're that close to him? The FBI,
0: what a shady criminal organization they come out looking like in America's this. The no, no, no. No, I'm not surprised at all at this point. But uh, what just to be so clear and, I mean,
1: just so open about it with each other. So, yeah, Fred's going to go back to jail. He's going back to prison. But it's not enough for Hoover. That's not enough. Hoover wants him just out. Take him out. Get him out of here. Um, so the plan is for Bill. To poison him. Now, I believe I read this right, that they shot this on, like, the anniversary of the date that he was actually poisoned. That's terrible. That sounds
0: difficult. And, and I mean, difficult to, from an emotional standpoint. Uh, that would be yeah, very I overwhelming mean, there, there to be a part of that. Something
1: I read in one of uh, Daniel's interviews about it was... Um, and I, that scene for me it was played out like so like matter of fact up until that moment when LaKeith went to leave and then, you know and I was like oh man that's a you know um so the, you know it, and again I'm I'm not sure how much of that so he poisons him or he just causes he gives a, him some sleeping more yeah a sedative yeah he it just knocks him out and the FBI raids Caps motherfuckers. 99 shots they put into that apartment. Yeah.
0: And the Black Panthers fired one, and it was because the shotgun fell on the floor right. when the officer shot him as as they entered the, the front door. Um, unbelievable the way that they just... Unlo- and we can still see... We see it happen today. We see that. We see that kind of behavior
1: where they... Enter a place and just unload. Yeah, it just man, it's just it's it's unfortunate because you know a lot of it is media spin. It's just like the, every every all you all you hear anymore is just terrible cop stories, well, and sure. it just it just it makes you wonder. I mean, like we just said, for years it's just been like Hollywood has been like heroes. You love them, like all the good yeah. guys. They're it's like a detective, and you love them, and you know they're all you know saving the world. You know, give them money, get it's, behind them. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a reality. There's a darker side to we, it. We see the reality. Um, and it just you know, like a, those guys that just fucking pushed over those people, the elderly people, and the they're the riot or something. Yeah. They just got off. It's like these guys. How do we keep letting these people off? It's <laughs> no fucking ridiculous. It is so fucking stupid and frustrating. And you know, it's, it does become. It's, it's hard to see good. It's like you just have to start assuming that all cops are dicks, you know. And so I, you know, I did. I will say, (laughs) yesterday, driving home from picking my wife up at the mall when she works her little side job, um, I did see a woman walking, and I saw a police officer pull over and give her a ride. For a ride. And for context, it is one degree
0: outside today with a negative. 20 wind chill. Um, so, yeah, that's
1: good. It's there. The good is there. And coming off that, oh, they fucking left those cops off, fucking pricks. It did give me a moment of, I don't know if you saw my tweet. I'm just going to assume all cops are shit. I was like, well, there's something. Granted, she was white. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, well, all right. It's a good movie. It's on HBO Max in
0: theaters as well. If you feel like going out in a pandemic and killing yourself for going to see a movie, uh, I th- I,
1: this is on my suggest, just watching it at home. Yes. Get comfortable. Get it's focused. a solid film. Uh, great performances always, all around. We're all always interested in feedback from this show. Um, like I said, we're just a couple of white dudes in Kansas city, but we're trying to understand the bigger world around us. um, so if we're off anywhere or if we disagree or if you just agree or, if, you know, if we said something that maybe we hit the nail on. I don't know, man. Uh, let us know. Always at realhooligans at com. You can talk to us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, man, we got some stuff coming up. What are we gonna do next week? Sunset Boulevard next week, man. Sunset Boulevard. You're we're gonna teach me about about some some film noir. We're gonna we're
0: we're gonna learn more about that, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about yeah. jumping into these movies. So um, I know they're that's a big big genre for you. I love it. Yeah, we're so gonna, yeah we're gonna. I'm excited it. to get into Tim's brain on this one. We'll
1: do that a little bit more this year, 2021. Um, also, we've got Coming to America coming up. Yeah, Coming to America. Okay. We're going to wrap up WandaVision in the next few weeks. Uh, and also when we do that, we should also, I think, tackle Age of Ultron. Yeah. Wrap them together. See how, by the end of WandaVision, how much Age of Ultron has changed for us. For me, that movie has gotten better over yes. the years. I don't mind Age I still, of Ultron. I still think it's the weakest of the Avengers, but... Sure. I think well, there's I a lot mean, of, look at the bar on a that. A lot of it is, I think... Okay, I, it's a little bit more. Better now, Okay. Uh, what else we got? Uh, true we're, romance. Yeah, we're we're gonna, gonna, gonna do some lo- Tarantino-inspired yeah. stuff. Lady Snowblood. Yeah, let's get some swords. true romance, sp- which was supposed, to, like as I said, was supposed to be our, we got postponed because of this. Uh, what else? Right. We have, Oh, and the the bad boys of kaiju. Oh, brother. Oh. I am I am so ready to get into these movies. We're gonna do uh, Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, Kong Skull Island, which I think we've done before. Yeah, so we're we gonna, did we're gonna do that. Out. That's good. That'll be one show. Yeah, we've we're, talked about we're gonna these, revisit these characters as we prep for the the ultimate showdown of Kong and Godzilla, which is coming out what? March 28th. There you go. In March. So, yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up. And uh, did we want to tackle an older one, too? Ooh, ooh, older Godzilla? Uh, we certainly can. I I enjoy older Godzillas. Uh, yeah, I'm thrilled. I can't wait. I know yeah, we, we've already the, been trading, the... trading trash talking. Oh, techs. yes. This will I, be I, intense. I, I, I'm, I'm giving you right now, based on what we're seeing. Dude, Kong's got that reach, dude. They made Kong so
0: incredibly big compared to where I mean What we've seen before. Kong is the fish story. He just yeah, keeps growing and growing. I mean, so now, I mean, it's unbelievable to think that um this giant, massive ape against this weirdo armed, unstable balance. He doesn't quite have the T-Rex arms. He does yeah, ha- he does have a, a little, little bit, bit more bit. of like, you know. Um, oh yeah I, Tim there are hills To be died uh, on It's so
1: much fun With this I'm it's loving it It's be fun Thank you for listening To Real Hooligans Check out Judas and the Black Messiah Terrific film Cool? Cool Alright Hooligans We're out See you next week Every week Every Wednesday New episodes